let's welcome in our panel, Michael Robinson, Chief Technology Strategist for Money Map Press, and Thomas Donahoe, CEO, Level Agency. Thank you both for being here. Glad to see you both. Michael, I'll start with you. You're calling this the summer of big tech. In fact, we're seeing Apple at new highs. A lot of folks own Apple and their 401ks. I mean, how high are these names going? Why do you think this is the summer of big tech? They still got a lot. They've still got a long way to run. You know, we just had a twenty-eight billion dollar inflow of cash into the market, net inflows in June, and you're seeing big tech rallies as a group. The uh, Fang M stocks, which would include Microsoft, their average is fourteen point six percent return since the market snapped back on May twelfth. Now that compares to six point three percent for the S and P, which has had several new highs in the. Uh, in the meantime, so it looks like to me, you're seeing people who are, you know, cryptos have crashed, the meme stocks are over, uh, you've seen uh, basically people are taking less risk, so they're going for lower beta, uh, lower beta stocks, the big cap stocks, the big tech names, everyone's familiar with them. So if you're fairly new and there's a lot of new money in the market, you're going to start there and you're seeing that's why big tech is outperforming the market by a lot. Mm, all right. And Thomas, what are your thoughts? I mean, as you look here, I know you have a buy rating on Facebook. You also have some comments on Twitter as well that you like. Correct, Nicole. I've rarely seen an ecosystem in a time period where there's so few risks for most of these FANG plays. Facebook, Twitter, Google. I mean, these, these companies that had a few either existential risks or a few uh, long-term question marks in terms of what marketers and advertisers where and how they're going to spend. Frankly, in the month of June, nearly all those questions were answered, specifically around Facebook and Twitter. You're not concerned every time they start talking about fees and anti-competitive issues and all kinds of regulation and monopolies. Thomas, this doesn't phase you? So again, every time you and I have talked, I've loved to death Facebook's model, I think agnostic of their performance and how well they run their company and their top and bottom line. It's always that existential threat. End of June, US government and 46 attorneys general just got kicked out of court before the case even started. This is the largest statement in the history of Facebook in terms of with a question of how big is the risk, which is pretty much the only risk to Mark Zuckerberg and family in terms of their continual dominance along with Google in the marketing and advertising space. It was just answered the end of last month. They got kicked out of court. I don't see any, the mm -hmm. US government and or any attorney general right. reissuing anything like this. So Facebook, frankly, at this point, you know, all the tethers are off. And then Twitter has a right. similar upside to them as well. Uh, Michael, I wanted to get to some of the names that you like. I saw you had Microsoft and Apple and even Shopify on there as well. Tell me about some of the names you like for investors now. Well, for Shopify, it's just the, I mean, it's just the greatest e-commerce play going. I mean, and it, it for, uh, to get to Thomas's point about Facebook, uh, Shopify now has a new alliance with Facebook. It's allied with Google. It's allied with Alibaba. It's growing earnings at 178% a year. <laughs> just off the charts. What are they doubling every two minutes? So it, it's pretty amazing the performance that Shopify has. So when you're buying Shopify, you're buying this entire global e-commerce ecosystem that extends beyond. Remember, they're the the main third-party vendor uh, ecosystem for uh, for Amazon, but you're going way farther than that. And you're getting a good global play. 
Uh, Microsoft on the cloud, I think, sells a lot more upside ahead of it than Amazon does. Amazon is a great company, pretty impressive how they've been able to continue to grow profits and sales. But I think over the long haul, I like Shopify better in that space, but I also like Microsoft against Amazon in the cloud space. I just think it has a lot more upside ahead. And then finally, Apple literally has the best global consumer ecosystem available. I mean, once you're in, you're in to, you're, you're going to go with our iCloud service. You're going to be involved in music. You're going to be doing a monthly subscription to their music plan. So uh, they're going to continue to do very well. And it's priced attractively relative to the other names. And let's, let's go back to my, my, my first point, which was that you've seen a historic level of inflows of new cash into the market. They're going to, they're, those people are going to be somewhat price sensitive. So just on what's called a cross price elasticity of demand, people are going to go more for Apple than they are some of the other names in the beginning anyway. So I see right. this is going to be a great summer for big tech names. Yeah. As we talked about Shopify and Amazon, Thomas, did you have a thought on all things e-commerce? Shopify is without question. Anytime an executive marketer like myself is asked by any client whatsoever, what platform you're gonna go with, the answer is Shopify, much like a Facebook or a Google. There is a distant second competitor. Um, they're just going to be the go-to, and every time they upgrade their platform and they offer new plugins, they offer new uh, uh, partnerships that Michael just mentioned, they're just going to reinforce their dominance. So absolutely the Shopify. Uh, and Amazon, I think for the entire Fang ecosystem, the big players, that is the only one that still has this existential threat of the, the federal government but unless they trip directly into, you know, a Sherman Act, Clayton Act, FTC antitrust, they're just, they're going to get to $5,000 a share. And I see no reason aside from that single existential threat that they would. Right, right. And Michael, you still like NVIDIA? I do. Right. You know, we talked about it on, yeah, on June 15th. Right. We talked about this stock having, a, a, you know, first of all, it's a great earnings grower. Uh, they're a great acquirer. Uh, but, you know, since we talked, what was it, uh, June 15th is when we last talked about it, that stock is up 11%, a little more than 11%, so basically double the entire market's portfolio uh, performance. There's still a lot of upside ahead. When this uh, uh, actual split goes through later this month, you're going to see even more of a catalyst. So this thing has been in a strong uptrend. I mentioned earlier May 12th from the rebound. That stock is up more than 44%, almost 45% since May 12th. So it has been putting in a scorching performance. And I still see plenty of upside ahead. I see. All right. Well, I think it's been an exciting uh, round here that we've discussed here. Michael Robinson, Chief Technology Strategist, Money Map Press, and Thomas Donahoe, CEO Level Agency. Thank you both.